Hello everyone and welcome to the Rap Party Pitch Battles. We are here again. It's always fun. <laughs> I'm not going to waste any time. <laughs> I'm going to introduce everyone. So I'm Peter. I'm your regular host here on this, this segment. On my left is... Callum. To his left is... Ryan. And then we are missing Sam today. He's off doing something. I didn't read the Gallivanting. group chat. Gallivanting. Gallivanting. I didn't Gallivanting. read the group chat, so I wouldn't know. Um, in the background, currently working on some other work, is David. Do you want to speak, David? No. Okay. But we can. <laughs> you know what we can do? And... We can hear him typing. But we can. That's <laughs> 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 ambiance. I like it. Do you want me to... I'll take this no. elsewhere if you want. No, it's fine. No. Okay. I like it. It's like we're in an office. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Carry on with the intro. So, because we are two people down, we have brought in two guests today. Uh, two people, completely new to the Rap Party podcast, but two regular listeners, I'm sure, and I hope. <laughs> so, Considering first... we have to explain the rules to yeah. one of them, I don't well, think so. <laughs> <laughs> we will we'll get to that. That was the original title. You... Okay, so first is Luke. Hello. Hello, that's Luke. Uh, Luke from the slightly, slightly sidetracked YouTube channel. Make sure you check it out. We might link it, we might not. And <laughs> Chloe. No, we will. <laughs> Depending on the quality. Uh, for anyone who didn't hear, that was Chloe. Yes. We, she talked underneath all of our big bellowing laughs. Um, okay, so because Luke and Chloe haven't been here before, so then get the, the hang of it, we're going to do a practice round. See how it goes. So, who wants to shout out a... Actor and genre, Mr. Wiley. Wiley. Huh? Actor oh. and genre. <laughs> okay, uh, your actor is uh, Steve Buscemi. No? Don't know that one? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah. I'm just like baffed. I'm like, what? No, we'll do that. We'll start Steve with Buscemi in... Steve Buscemi in a creature feature horror film. In a creature feature horror film. Come on, Pierre. So, Steve Buscemi stars as himself in a horror <laughs> film. <laughs> when you Google his photo, yeah. you'll understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Buscemi plays Bugman and <laughs> he decides to work in a lab after uh, a nuclear attack on the United States <laughs> and after the reactor core in this nuclear warehouse breaks down he grows into a giant bug <laughs> kind of like the fly actually mm -hmm. but not the giant part that's just Steve Buscemi he, um, he decides he's going to Destroying America because he's like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. That's a long minute, isn't it? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's seconds. generally a good time. It's only, only eight, five minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit longer Straight than Rambo to, yeah. last blood. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's a minute. That's you a go, minute. Callum. So, Steve Buscemi, uh, I, you know what? All I've got is a bug thing. It's Steve Bug Shemmy uh, is the title, and he plays a um, a. It, it, it it's animated. It's animated. He starts. He's a bug, right? He's walking around. He's a bug, and uh, <laughs> and he he crawls into a vat of chemical waste, and he becomes a a man, right? But it's Steve Buscemi, right? And then it becomes live action. And it's it's like it's like reverse creature feature. How interesting. You know what? Like that. <laughs> um and uh he falls in love with a a, a maiden. And a bug maiden? Uh, no no a real maiden. Real maiden. Um, a B movie. But she's like, You you're you're buggy, man. I don't I don't know about this. <laughs> You've got an interesting face, but I don't know if it's like the kind of interest that I'm into. I suppose you could say he bugs him. 
And that's my thing. I've not thought of thing. I've not thought of anything. Think of something bug related. Um, <laughs> no, Steve Buscemi uh, is raised on an island <laughs> by marmosets, <laughs> tiny little monkeys, <laughs> um, and because of that, and a, a nuclear testing in the Pacific Ocean, which marmosets aren't even from, it doesn't matter. He slowly is also a bit marmosetti. It's like Tarzan, but if Tarzan looked more like Marzan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he then it then turns into like jungle to jungle with Tim Allen because then he goes <laughs> to New York. <laughs> like coming to America but with a marmoset man. <laughs> um and he struggles to cope with the hustle and bustle of the city life. He eventually gets a job as a um, parking attendant and there was a happy knife. <laughs> I'm done. Luke. Um, Steve Buscemi stars as Louis Farouk. We don't know why. <laughs> Louis Farouk. And he's sick of doing serious documentaries about people and disasters. He wants to take um, David Attenborough's gig and start doing animals, but David Attenborough is pissed. Um, <laughs> it turns into this all-out war between the two of them with um, David Attenborough sneaking onto... The different shoots that Louis Fru, well, Steve Chevy as Louis Fru is doing, and um, sabotaging them, hiding in bushes, setting off animals. Hiding in bushes! And just being a horror nuisance and just really trying to stop him from going on his turf. But they sort out their differences and decide to co host a documentary. You've got 10 seconds remaining. You just Hell. pitched a perfectly workable idea <laughs> in 50 seconds. That's yeah. an elevator pitch. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chloe, you've yeah. got. No. no. Oh, gosh. Okay, once upon a time. <laughs> Great start from me. <laughs> I'm picturing, okay, he was only nine years old once um, and he really enjoyed eating bugs because why not? I don't know. Like, he just, any bug that's in front of him, cockroaches, bees, <laughs> munching, crunching, all of that delicious stuff. Then one day he wakes up and he's like, oh, I don't feel too well. And um, he he walks to, mm, I don't know, the supermarket, pharmacy, oh, who knows. And he's just like, right, help. Because you go to a pharmacy and that help and they're like, no, nah, fam, you go to a doctor, I don't know what's wrong with you. And suddenly he bursts into a a horde of bees. I don't know what's happening. And he's just flying around and he's bothered. And he's, it's, it's a sad story now. It's honestly awful. It's making me want to cry. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're about to cry. Like, like legit. I'm picturing this 15, in my head. 15 seconds. <laughs> just a swarm of bees is attacking the village now. And I'm just, I'm very emotional. It's my village. It's, just, it's what awful. I'm going to call it there. That was the test round. <laughs> well, she's definitely staying in there because it was really good. <laughs> I've never gone to a pharmacy and been told to fuck off going to the doctors because <laughs> we can't help you. <laughs> That's drawing in your own life. You went to the pharmacy and went, we can't help. We, we're not doctors. We just give you the medicine. My lip blew up once, and I went to the pharmacy, and I was actually covering my face, like Phantom of the Opera, yeah. walking into the pharmacy, and I had to reveal my face. And I'm pretty sure, like, lightning struck as I did it. My lip had blown up. I looked like Angelina Jolie. Angelina and, Jolie. And, um, I think, it, like, I, also, I think they told me to Also, one thing off. with Chloe's is, you, you left an unnatural pause between the word cock and roach. Yeah. Which yeah. made me think yeah. you just said the word, he's just munching on cock. <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> my, my brain took pause. I was like, wait. Cock. 
So if if that was a real round, who would you? We would have voted each for who our favourite one, and whoever had the most points would have won. I would have given it to Luke. Luke, it's a fucking deep web of. Buscemi playing for Rue, but David Attenborough's playing himself. Yeah, get Richard to play. The older guy, get Richard. Get the dead one. Yeah, dig him up. And the fact that he's hiding in bushes. Yeah. Setting animals off, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> you have a cage with lion in them. Oh, okay. Into oh, the bush as well. <laughs> into the bush. <laughs> Set them loose and Lou Fru. Although I do like the idea of Lou Fru doing an H documentary. But I want Lou Fru to do it, not Steve Buscemi. <laughs> so, so um, don't open these, by the way. So Luke well, had won that one. Yes. But sadly, Luke, that wasn't part of the game. Uh, but now you, we all have these pieces of paper, each have a genre and actor on Same them, page. and now we're going to... Like actually play it for real, right? Correct. Yeah, Who's going to keep their flow? Let's just go with you doing it, just to keep them. Yeah, because because yeah. Peter went first this time. Okay. Just yeah, to keep I understand the flow. that. Okay. Okay. All right then. <laughs> right. So I have Amy Schumer in a sci-fi slash noir. So it's Blade Runner, right? But it's Amy <laughs> Schumer. <laughs> no. Um. So. So, sci-fi noir, sci-fi noir, Amy Schumer. So, Amy Schumer plays a hilariously, slightly overweight woman, right? <laughs> because that's her, that's her shtick. But, it's a serious I'm film. Wilson, <laughs> it's a serious film. Yeah. Oh, it's a sci-fi noir. Oh, what's happening? Oh, oh. Well, nothing's happening in your face. It's all thing. like, oh. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh! It's there's neon signs. There's neon signs, um, and there's uh, oh, Amy Schumer is uh, she's she's a victim. She dies in the first minute, right? And then it plays out like an actual proper sci-fi noir because she's not really in it. They just used her like because it's like that time that uh, that uh, Jesse Eisenberg was in a film for like a minute and they used him in the advertising campaign. There you go. Camp something. I can't remember what it's called. Cool. <laughs> Amy Schumer is a, a robot. She's a robot. She's married to a man, mm-hmm. but she she knows she's a robot. And he's like in the future they just marry robots because people are weird, right? It's hot. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the happy marriage, but then she starts to unravel what actually happened, and it turns out she was the consciousness. Of the wife that he'd murdered. Wow. So he murdered his wife and then downloaded her consciousness into a robot and then married the robot. She knows she's a robot. So do other people. They just think he's a, ro- it's a robot they just, he just bought. Like he moved town. And they've got to work out so, how did he kill her. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm not I'm going to stop there because anything more on it would spoil the plot. <laughs> it would ruin it. Ruin the Orion. Yeah, exactly. It's a mystery. I'm going to keep it mysterious. And we can right. just sit inside for let's, five seconds. Let's just move on. Let's carry well, on. Well, I've got to time it from... That's not number. particularly hard, is it? <laughs> Go, Luke. <laughs> okay. Um, Amy Schumer starts as a detective doing detective-related stuff. Um, there's murders, other cases he's got to solve. But as she's going along doing that, aliens visit. Mm-hmm. And they're really big fans of film noir. <laughs> and they take it really seriously. <laughs> and they keep interrupting the cases trying to take photos with her and just getting in the way and just um, just really not helping at all. But then she finds out that they have technology that could really help um, with the cases. So she convinces them that they can start as detectives themselves and they end up becoming a hit 
um, detective crime crew solving mysteries and stuff. That's Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Too short, sometimes good. If you keep going, you'll end up ruining it. And Chloe. Honestly, I'm baffled because he took like 90% of it. So I was picturing, picture L.A. Noir, the game, okay? And Amy Schumer is in walking down the street and she's like chilling. She's all like dark and gloomy and she's found a puddle and she's like falling down. She's stressed and she's like, suddenly she's electrocuted. Okay. Uh, suddenly she's electrocuted and then it was just like you know um, I feel pretty where she gets knocked on the head except for now she's an alien okay and then she's on Mars and she's very very stressed and she's like oh my god where where am I and then it turns out right after all this adventure in the dust and she's gone it's very hot probably cold I don't know what it's like on Mars Um, (laughs) she's she's very very stressed to wake up and suddenly she's an advert for weight loss it's terrifying and she's baffed and it's like Inception times 20 because she keeps waking up and then she wakes up in a puddle drunk off a drunk of a tits she's wild wild time it's an Mm. awful video you're done (laughs) (laughs) so Amy Schumer plays the same character she played in I Feel Pretty I don't remember the name because it wasn't a very memorable film and she's out and about one day and she receives another hit on the head and when she wakes up this time she realises that she's in an alternative universe where everyone is Amy Schumer in all the films she's ever been in and <laughs> which is just I Feel Pretty and Pretty I Feel Pretty and Snatched and that train comedy wreck. special on Netflix and <laughs> train her one good film so yeah. she plays all the versions of Amy Schumer in this universe and there is an invasion coming from actual comedians who she has stolen jokes <laughs> And the sci-fi film revolves around the army of Amy Schumer's trying to build weapons to fight this incoming invasion from stand-up comedy and battle them off in an intergalactic war that will define comedy on Netflix <laughs> for many years. And it's funny because she's fat. <laughs> That's an example of talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, so my, my first thought is... Chloe and Peter, my <laughs> ideas were quite similar, weren't they? <laughs> In a way. Uh, I mean, they both right, I'm going to just point something out, right? And this is high concept. <laughs> Chloe, yours was like a very literal reverse version of the series Life on Mars. <laughs> she was a policeman <laughs> who got killed, but then actually went to like, actual Life on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it <laughs> for that reason. I'm honestly shocked. I've never seen it. It was a good show. <laughs> In the plot of that, he died. The man. It's a different thing. But my, it was like a literal version I, of that. My favourite was was Peter because someone's got to stand up to that bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Via stand up. Via stand up. <laughs> I do kind of agree. Yours was a vibe. I'd watch it. I'd agree. A vibe. <laughs> good. So so everyone is a version of Amy Schumer apart from other stand up comics. Yeah. So. Amy Schumer plays Amy Schumer as lots yeah. of Amy Schumers. That's the okay. universe. So like it's Spider-Verse, like but Night Professor 2, the club. And there's an impending invasion from actual comedians. So it's like, funny. Okay. So like Bill Burr and Dara Brian and great com- rock tune to pull out. <laughs> yeah. I love Bill Burr. Bill Burr is a legend. Who's the leader? Who's like the main antagonist? Well... Protagonist, depending on if you're. Well, they, they'd have different units and different okay. styles of comedy. So you get the one liners and you get the talk show hosts who are actually funny. Tim Vine coming yeah. out from one angle. <laughs> yeah. And so they'd have different factions, but okay. they'd all be combining because they all realise what an abomination she is. 
Take my money, baby. <laughs> Take my money. And it's fine because she would lose. Yeah, I, I noticed no one. I noticed no one's given me any points yet. What? I'm, I can't I'm actually remember it. yours. I just, oh, <laughs> this happens a lot. Don't worry. Christ. So I'm about to ask Luke as well. I can't remember. <laughs> no, no. Mine was just me going. <laughs> oh no, it was. Yeah. It was she, died, she dies in the first minute. She, yeah. <laughs> Bollocks. And then it's Blade Runner. Luke, remind me. Um, aliens interrupted film noir. Okay, I like the idea of crime, like tourism. <laughs> where people just show up with like oh crime which is a thing that happens but in real time like aliens go oh that one's murdered let's take a photo and then the policemen go in they're pretty good <laughs> we should get them on board <laughs> I like that idea as well I don't know where the like, final vote what about you Chloe I honestly what? rate Peter like yeah. I think that his is like so I think the best thing to do viable. is just to go around and so votes for Peter yeah yes. me yep Okay, so like, like, no, I I'm not voting for Peter, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone for Luke. <laughs> I still notice no one's gone for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go for you, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. Only because I can't vote for David. <laughs> <laughs> right, Peter's got a point. Callum, you're... Oh, it's not it's me, it's you, baby. It's me, okay. Here we go. Oh, well folded, David, thank you. Thank you. I don't know who this is. <laughs> Azza? Azza? Azza. Azza. ASA? Asa Butterfield. It's yeah, fucking yeah, the guy from it. Hugo. The kid from Hugo. I don't remember. The kid from Boy in Striped Pajamas. The kid from fucking um, that new sex oh, education the guy show. Oh, the massive forehead. The right. sex education <laughs> kid. Yeah. Yeah. He freaks me out. He looks well weird. In <laughs> a... <laughs> no, I agree. He's our only listener. <laughs> We've lost him. We've lost him. Right, so Asa Butterfield <laughs> in a gritty coming of age story. Probably plays into his wheelhouse a little bit. Um, mm. I need to set the time. I've given myself extra time here, and I'm not thinking. I promise. Wait, coming of age isn't that pretty much sex education? Uh, <laughs> say that. So, Asia Butterman, whatever, um, <laughs> is <laughs> is a is a is a boy. <laughs> well, a man. It's a man. Where I don't. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to say something really basic. This is basically Benjamin Button, but in reverse, in that everyone else does what Benjamin Button does, but he's doing the opposite. <laughs> so he's going up normal, everyone else is going the other way. That. Carry on. <laughs> you might as well start, Luke. <laughs> Go for it. Um, I've got nothing as well. It's fucking a really tricky one. <laughs> um, so, he's a kid, and... He's coming of age. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really emotional because of tragic stuff happening and also light-hearted moments and <laughs> shocking scenes and all sorts of stuff goes on. And um, at one point he realises something that, like, wow, that's an important lesson to learn when growing up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's a big turning point for him and then he goes, this is what I want to be when I grow up, but we leave it open-ended because... Coming of age, you don't know what the future holds and all that <laughs> stuff. And yeah, he learns things and gets older. <laughs> That's all and yep. Chloe. Okay, so Asa Butterfield is actually made of butter. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and he's it's all about him coming to terms with this horrible illness. He melts in the sun, he gets too hot he gets too um solid in the winter. It's it's an awful, tragic gets story. All sweaty. 
Oh my goodness. Anyway, so like he he's coming. He's gone to therapy, and he's he's picked up a lot of interesting uh, hobbies like making cakes. But just <laughs> 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 it's, it's a hard life for him, honestly. But he's he's coming to terms with these. He's 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 meeting new friends. One of which is probably Harry Potter. Who knows? I, I'm just figuring it out. And and he's just he's making cakes and he's a he's probably what's the person who makes cakes baker yeah <laughs> baker now and he's just it's it's a long it's a long hard story he's it's a very emotional it's it's all filmed in black and white apart from when the end of when it gets much happier where he's yellow and Peter done. <laughs> so Ace of Butterfield plays a young beat cop he's new to the job on the streets and he's working in a rough borough of London. He's quite new to the job, doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's gay as well. Just, that's a plot point. And he comes, he gets involved in a robbery one day. Someone's running away. He realises it's one of his ex-boyfriends from school. Played by Will Porter, because I like that guy. <laughs> And he is, because he's the first on scene, he's a key witness. He's tasked with hunting down this person, conducting inquiries and things like that. And he realises that his ex-boyfriend and a lot of the people he went to school with were involved in an underlying gang plot that kind of is infesting that borough of London. And he comes to realise that the connections he had don't really mean anything. The friends he knew, they aren't his friends. And he has to realise that the youth he had was dark and horrible. And that's made him a dark and horrible person. And he has these instincts to hurt and injure people that have come from that race. You're done, but fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, if you look into uh, Ace of Butterfield's eyes, right? First thing you'll notice is interesting eyes. Yeah, quite feminine, you could say, right? You could almost say that he um, he's kind of, what's the word? Uh, sort of, uh, what's that kind of face Cute. when it's like, it's like feminine and masculine, it's like both. Androgynous. Androgynous. It's kind of androgynous, okay. right? Maybe he's an androgynous character. Maybe he's, I don't know, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm meant to be. And he's got all of these people telling him one way or the other. His friends, maybe he's got like a group of sort of slightly camp and slightly, you know, fun-loving and go-with-the-flow kind of friends who are like, yeah, you be who you want to be, man. And then he's got like his family members who are like, fuck you, man. Be this. And he's like, oh, no. Like, I don't want to do that. That's mental. Christ. (laughs) Right, it's over. Uh... Point out some some things. <laughs> Luke gave us the marvelous rundown of every yeah, coming of age. Like that. which was... That's like one of those trailers, which is a trailer trailer. Yeah, literally, yeah, that, that could have been anything, which I enjoy. Um, Peter, <laughs> great, <laughs> like genuinely a, a, an interesting story of doing a coming of age story post coming of age, like realizing you came of age but didn't actually, and then you do it later on in mm. life. I like it. Other people can have opinions, by the way. Um, mm. Callum, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe. I like the biopic of the, the anchor Butterman. The Butterman. <laughs> Jez Butterworth. <laughs> he makes. He chose to make cakes. Yeah, I know. Right, with butter for hands, for... making cake is... If Where's I, the cake end and he begin? If I could go back in time, I'd maybe make it so that all his brethren were in the supermarket. It was, it was like horror brethren. His butter. <laughs> it could have been really traumatic. Mm. But that's not the way the film goes. Also, when he melts, like, and they can re- you can freeze him and bring him back. Is that how it works? 
You said he melted. Is he like constantly? I'm gonna is, say does yes. he melt the way that we sweat? Like it's just like. Or does he a bit become a puddle? Come... They can form him again, and he's alive. Yeah. You know what? That's that's. Like, does he retain I, consciousness I would like as to a puddle? He would have retains consciousness. Okay. He would not have but lasted what? this summer if he. I, I no. Not. Fuck. I, there is a lot of plot holes. <laughs> oh uh, is there? <laughs> <laughs> no. In a film you thought of in two minutes. I'm baffled, honestly. What was your right? I can't remember. Oh, Benjamin Button, but in reverse, yeah. reverse. <laughs> reverse, I, reverse, I, I Benjamin Button. I liked it because it's, it's, it's literally to do with age, yeah. which is kind of cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's about age, and it's, yeah. it's coming of age, which is interesting for the characters in the film, because they're like, well, he's the weird one. Yeah. But everyone watching is like, they're pretty weird, and he's yeah. pretty normal. But which is what growing up feels like. Oh. Ooh, that was oh. bad. Oh. You got my point, David. <laughs> Ryan's got the point. <laughs> Yours, uh, I appreciated just the story of a, a non-binary. I think he did one of those films. To Probably, me. I he think seems like the person who did. But that's know. an underserved part of the community, and they should. I do. I appreciate Jews. your gender fluidity. Like, yeah, I feel like I that's like a that. good film. I appreciate yeah. that, yeah. but generic as fuck. Yeah, it's such um, <laughs> it was awful, it was awful, <laughs> to be honest. So, so Ryan, you so got so my who votes for Callum's androgynous Ace of Butterman? I'd vote for Callum's androgynous. One vote. Ace of Butterman. Uh, Ryan's Benjamin Button reverse. I've got, got my vote. Yeah, one from Callum. You took Luke, half the time. <laughs> Luke's trailer of a trailer. That's zero votes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I should say I voted for. I would have voted for Chloe. Hello. So who else votes for Chloe? Um, yeah, I've oh, got two. So, so and I would have voted for you, Peter. So Chloe wins. So Chloe wins. Chloe wins. Chloe. Oh, Chloe. Oh, here we go. The... What about butter? Can't yeah. butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke. Here we go. Read Get out the timer ready, baby. Oh, yeah, I better do that this time. <laughs> um, Jonah Hill in a board game adaptation. Okay. Right. Okay. So he's in an adaptation of a film called a board game called. That's a good one. Uh, Escape from the Aliens from Outer Space, <laughs> which is a game where everything's pitch black in a space station and it's um, you don't know where you're going and you don't know where aliens are and he's got to um, get to an escape pod before anyone else finds him and aliens turn him into an alien. So that's how the board game works, uh, but it's Jonah Hill, so <laughs> he's going to turn it into a comedy, um, the... The aliens are about as bumbling as the humans, um, making it painfully obvious, like in a board game where you make mistakes and stuff like that and do bad plays. So people giving away where they are in this dark film, or people finding night vision goggles, so it looks painfully obvious what people try and do when they're sneaking around. Mm. And um, yeah, it's just like an escape film based on this quite fun board game that I think people should play. (laughs) (laughs) Was that an advert for the board game? (laughs) (laughs) The minute, go. Um, uh, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, uh, Jonah Hill is the Monopoly man, um, and he, he's driving that Monopoly car, and he's going around, he's, he's honestly minted, okay, all because he plays capitalism like a bitch, okay, he is a strong, independent man, and he's, he's got pretty much all of them, except this guy, I don't know who it is, let's say it's Callum, Callum comes up, and he buys, like, Leicester Square, and Jonah Jonah Hill is pissed. He's like, no. He's trading it all in. He's like, I'll give you Mayfair. He goes like, no, I've got Leicester Square. At, it is Leicester Square, isn't it? Um, Leicester Square is a place, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> well. And he's like, right, I'm raging. So he's going on a mad bender. And guess what? He ends up in jail. 
Oh, shocking and he can't he has to wait so long to bail himself out it's just it's a horrific film it's, it's like three hours long <laughs> it's just it's just shocking. like a game of monopoly and, yeah. yeah just yeah. like a game of monopoly. and no one will bail him out it's, it's honestly tragic until his third turn there you go yep that's your minute so <laughs> that's three hours and two turns <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> Go on, Peter. Um, so I'm not going to. I'm not even sure if it counts as a board game, but Jonah Hill stars in the adaptation of Hungry Hungry Hippo <laughs> with Seth Rogen and James Franco and Dave Franco, and the balls are weed brownies, <laughs> and they are all being operated by puppet masters who need the the drugs for themselves, and so they're sending out these people, send them out on the street, pull them back. And whoever pulls back the most drugs spends the least time in the arena where James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill and Dave Franco have to fight to the death. Otherwise they don't get high anymore. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippo. You've got a little bit longer. Would you want it? It's a great laugh coming summer 2020. <laughs> okay, cool. Go on, go on. Um, Jonah Hill stars in a modern day version of Be Kind Rewind called Seen It. Where he has to be, basically, all of the film clips have been destroyed, right? All of the clips. Every clip ever has been destroyed. And the scenic game creators are like, we need our movie clips, bitch. And Jonah Hill's like, shit, man. So then he goes and he has to recreate movie scenes from his memory. And I'm talking Avatar. I'm talking Avatar 2 coming summer 2020. <laughs> I'm, talk- I'm talking Ben Hur, but starring Jonah Hill. I'm talking Lawrence of a Jonah Hill. I'm talking Sky Jonah. Mission Jonah Hill. Uh, <laughs> Lord of Jonah Hill. You made it up. I was enjoying that. Right. <laughs> Jonah Hill stars in a film adaptation of the film of the game um, uh, The Haunted House on the Hill, my connection. Um, basically, him and a, uh, his normal group of comedic actors um, find themselves... The film opens in a haunted house and a series of events happens over about 20 minutes where one of them turns out to be the mastermind behind it. Then time resets and it goes again and they play enough for another... Another 20 minutes occurs and it turns out someone else was the mastermind behind it but in a slightly different way. So one of them turned out to be a vampire. One of them turns out to be a, a werewolf. So they have to work through these series of events and find this solution that none of them... They can all escape and none of them get taken by the house. There you go. That's just the plot of a, of a board game. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You're just giving us the plot of the board game. But, if but Jonah Hill's in it. Jonah Hill's in it. Okay, with like so Jason Segel, Kirsten Wiggs in it. Jason Mandusik turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, Shia there. Cool. It's like a group of six, so there's six different endings, and then there's one good ending. And then Charlie moves to werewolf. And everyone so he's actual cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that good? We're done. Jesus. An interesting mix. Jesus. <laughs> so yours was just the the plot of the game. Well, the, the, in and the game, you, you put... only play it once. Okay. So in the I'll game, you take it's a random game where you like discover the house as it goes along, and depending on what happens in the game, one person turns out to be the traitor. Right. But I've condensed that into so it's so you get a couple of rounds. Yes, yeah, so a couple, couple of rounds. Of it's not a video game. They just they don't know why they're there. It's like they wake up there. Mm-hmm. So also the mystery is why, and when they escape, it turns out they're just I don't know. 
in a big dome. It's like the Truman Show. It's all being filmed. It's like Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. But not Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, who I have a question what? for you, Callum. Just oh, as, a, as a matter of uh, I was fact. too busy thinking about mine. You, <laughs> you called it Lawrence of Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funnier than Jonah Hill of Arabia. <laughs> it just... <laughs> <laughs> pictures of just, just the horizon of Jonah Hill's stomach yeah. and Lawrence and walking over just, just, just yeah. on a camel Peter O'Toole just walking over fucking Jonah Hill's head for two hours <laughs> oh it's not funny because Peter O'Toole died he did die but he's a massive penis so it's fine <laughs> Peter the Tall you can't libel all the dead we're fine uh, uh, that's true uh, I can't remember any quickly go Luke um Aliens on the space station. Yes, no, again. I remember now. Monopoly Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hungry Hippo. Mental. <laughs> Seen it. Okay, yeah. So you picked, you literally looked over there at the, the at shelf. At least I didn't go to the fucking boggle. <laughs> I could have gone for boggle. I would have been drowning here on a little boggle pot being flipped I around. I fucking watched that. <laughs> I fucking watched that. That been such a good <laughs> Um. I'll be honest, I looked at that war one and I realised I don't know any of the board games. I don't even know how to play Scrabble. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never played it. I don't know how to play, play Scrabble. I've never played it. Madness. Mm. <laughs> we'll we'll do like a live it. episode um, where we play Scrabble. <laughs> Join us on Rap Party. Yeah, Scrabble. <laughs> Rap Party does board games. <laughs> okay. Anyone got any know. votes? Any votes, any I questions? Don't or don't any know. questions first? Um, I'm going to give it to you because Hungry Hippos is a great game. <laughs> I love Hungry Hippos and I love those people. Have you seen you can do a li- you can do like a, a live action version? I imagine that that's what that will look like. No, but like you literally you lay down, someone holds you and you've got like a washing basket and Amazing. people just put balls in the middle and they just have to launch you and you have to grab one and bring it back. It's good fun. I'll do anything to play that game. It's good fun. <laughs> it hurts a little bit, but it's good fun. Um so they should have you on a skateboard. And they can roll you out like that. We've improved it. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Okay. We'll go around in silence. So votes yeah. for Luke. I like Luke's. Only because I know the game as well, so it helps. Okay. <laughs> one fluke. Okay, votes for Chloe. <laughs> it was just Wolf of Wall Street, but if it was Jonah Hill and not Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, votes for Hungry Hungry Hippo. Yeah, one. See, one. it's hard because I want to, but I loved your list. Oh, thank films. you. So I'm going to give you the vote anyway because it's okay. funnier. Okay, so so far Luke's got one, Peter's got one, and Callum's got one. Mm. So who's voting for Callum? No, no one's voting for you. No, no one's voting for you. No, no. Good. Sad. And I would vote for Ryan. Oh. So we've got one for Ryan, one for Luke, one for Chloe, you. two for me. Two for you. I was going to vote for Ryan because oh, I know and the so game two. he's on about. And it reminded me of like a haunted like, clue. <laughs> yeah. So it's two. <laughs> so hold on. So two for Ryan yeah. from me and Luke. Mm. Two for me from you and Chloe. And I vote for Luke. And one for Luke. So we've got a tiebreaker. You know what that means? I don't know. David! Were <laughs> <laughs> well, you paying attention? Vaguely. Pick one. What? Me. To win, what, out of the five? <laughs> no. Out of the five. So no, between, between, between me and Ryan. Between, between me. A, an adaptation of The Hungry Hungry Hippos with yeah, Jonah and, Hill. And, and Ryan's. Or an intense horror house time loopy thing. What, what game is that based on? The yeah. Trail on the House of the Hill. Yeah. Okay. Trailing House on the Hill. Alright. Who knows what's up? <laughs> of course Luke knows what's up. Yeah, it's up. a fucking great game. <laughs> uh, I preferred Hungry Hungry Hippos. Fair enough. Peter, Peter wins. <laughs> I prefer yours to mine, Ryan. I'll just, okay, I'll just put that out there. Thanks. It's the way okay. if you can't. Right. Chloe. So I Chloe. feel like I owe Peter after all this time. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. Yeah, you got to return someone sucking your dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next one. The of oral sex is important. Exactly. He knows what's up. He knows what's up. Take his pants. Right. Um, 
I have so much nerves. <laughs> this, so I'm not go. sure if I get the timer. Get the get the time going. Do you know? Do you know the person? Am I allowed to open it? Go on, yeah, read uh, it. Yeah, we'll the Halle Berry and a fantastic epic fantasy. Good. Sorry, I can't read. Covers both. I mean, right, you're oh, rolling. Is that a model? You're rolling. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Oh, Halle Berry. <laughs> Halle Berry. Right, this explains. Don't shout at it. This is how you. Talk. Halle okay. Berry. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> have you seen have model? Storm from X- Storm from X Men? I'm so sorry. No. Catwoman. <laughs> James just, Bond die another day. Um, John Wick. The Flintstones. She's a secretary in the live action version of the Flintstones. That sounds awful. It's fucking it's brilliant. Really good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. In a fantasy epic. Um, just do a fantasy epic pitch. Okay, I'm I will just... attempt it. Okay, so um, picture World of Warcraft. Okay, okay, and she's. You know how they always make awful, awful armor for women. Well, no, she's Generally. got the full lot. She's covered in it. It's too heavy. She can't move. It's awful. She's just stuck <laughs> in the. Mud. Which is also, in a way, terrible armour for women. (laughs) It's it's absolutely terrible. She's stuck in the mud. So she's like, she's looking around. She's just like, I can't get out. And then suddenly, um, you know, an actual hero comes along. Um, I don't know who. You know Garen from League of Legends? Probably him. I can picture him doing it. And he's just like there, trying to pull her out of the mud. And it's just, this is an awful story. And it starts to rain. It gets so much worse. And she's sinking. And it's just, you can picture... I gave you an extra 15 seconds because you didn't know who Halle Berry was, but your time's over. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Peter. Halle Berry... Stars in the fantasy epic, tentatively titled the untitled Halle Berry <laughs> fantasy <laughs> epic. Um, she, you know, there's some warriors there. There's some some fields. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of walking and hiking, much like Lord of the Rings, actually. A little bit, funny yeah. enough. And there's okay. um, uh, there's some towers. There's two of them actually. <laughs> <laughs> Happens next day. King, there's a king. Guess what? Does he come back? Yeah, he, returns. he returns. Oh, okay. And there's a fellowship, and they're carrying. Fuck <laughs> sake. They're, they're carrying some cargo. <laughs> cargo. 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 Share of the load. Guess what they're carrying? It's a fucking bracelet. It's, it's not. It's a ring. You're over. <laughs> okay, so Halle Berry. Uh, is a resident of this fantasy world. She, uh, she, you know, there's uh, goblins, <laughs> goblins, <laughs> orcs, and you know, ma- mages and magic people and um, sages and sagic people. And um, right, so Halle Berry, right? She plays a particular. Uh, uh, warrior princess who was like really like good and like hot in the 90s but then like <laughs> just like at, like like 10 years later like everyone like everyone in the land forgot who she was <laughs> and everyone's like come on like i was like i was storming x-men man like come on bro i'm like in the new john wick and everyone's like uh, and chloe especially is going like, oh, i don't know and she's just like oh that's sad you're over right Halle Berry plays the leader of an Amazonian tribe, okay? But this is like the Amazon where all the myths about the Amazon are fucking real. Like, the Amazon River is actually a big fuck-off snake. And shit like that. Like, all the magic about the Amazon is real. So it's like that. Um, And her village, who are Amazonians, and therefore all women, um, but not the Wonder Woman type, like the proper Amazonians, um, they are under threat from... 
the big snake and they need to kill the big snake and the big snake's not fucking having it as big snakes I want to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's, just, it's, just the setting is all I've got. It's phallic. It's good. Very phallic. Yeah. They're invaded <laughs> by a massive white snake. Oh, the fucking... Oh, oh the white oh, man is coming. The <laughs> white man is coming. <laughs> and they're going to Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Fucking white man. <laughs> right, we're done. <laughs> Go on, Luke. Okay, um, so she stars as like motion capture, um, like action, uh, how Andy Circus does like that sort of stuff, um, as a goblin. And she's part of a little crew. Um, she might be playing all the roles. We might get other people. We don't know yet. But we're still pitching it. So um, <laughs> um, they work for an evil overlord who's sort of wanting to take over the world. But they accidentally kill them. But luckily the overlord is known for wearing a big trench coat. So all the goblins sit on top of each other. Her on the top. And they basically have to pretend to be this overlord. And they're actually pretty good at it. And they start taking over the entire fantasy kingdom. <laughs> um, but they don't really know what their end game is. So <laughs> they win. win. <laughs> they win. And now they're like, now what? And they're trying to figure out and actually become... They actually like, rule, rule, uh, rule this kingdom pretty well, and people are actually pretty happy. I like the meta that. nature of that because yeah. you didn't know the end game of your own pitch, yet you ruled the pitch because yeah. you got my point. You also, treat, <laughs> you also treat it like an actual pitch. <laughs> like, we're still working on it. Mate. We're in contact with Hallie. She's not confirmed it, but we're, we're in talks. <laughs> Um, they explored that. That was like Dungeons and Dragons. That was that was an absolute ride. I've, oh, or like the you, game, or like the game Overlord. Oh, yeah, I suppose like Dungeons and Dragons. Just Yours like, was just a bit of the Warcraft movie. Yeah, it was true. It was <laughs> like one sequence that might have happened in a Warcraft movie. I was movie. having a tough time. <laughs> it rained a bit. <laughs> what happened in your film? It's foreshadowing. Something was gonna, bad, bad was going to happen. Okay. We don't know what. <laughs> so you don't even know at this point. Don't okay. know what, but something. Peter, remind no, me. We can disregard Lord of the Ring. Oh, it was just Lord of the Ring, Ring yeah, but with Halle Berry instead of, instead of whoever. whoever. Okay, sure. And in reverse as well. You sort of you started off with well, the second one, then it went to the third one, and it went back to the beginning. Yeah, I mean, why not? It's Remix. Halle Berry. Remix. Who knows? Mine was a mine was a, a very beautifully relevant tale of her actual career and life. Oh no, of course, yeah, it was very told messy. through <laughs> very messy. Uh, the the uh, the vast. Landscape of Hollywood. I mean, this fantasy world that I haven't got a name for. Wood Hollow. Land Holly. Wood Hollow. Wood Hollow. Land no. Hollies. <laughs> Joking aside, I like the idea of like gremlins being responsible. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. I then sort of going, hang on, no, we're we should do shit. Like, yeah. look at the the. Bread line is low. <laughs> like, there's a big eight. The, the pay gap's mental. They're like, we need to fucking sort this shit out. <laughs> so they, it just becomes a political drama. I, I think the beginning them. was written by, like, I don't know, like, directed by Cringe Columbus, and then, Ant, like, Sorkin swooped in. Mm-hmm. They did rewrites. <laughs> and the film drastically changed. Yep. That's what, I mean, yep. what happened. Yep. So, Gremlins to... West Wing. <laughs> and I like that. So that sounds like a vote for Luke. Yes. <laughs> who, who else would vote for Luke? Yes. I'd vote for yeah. Luke. Okay. Yeah. So that's Fucking four unanimous. That's... <laughs> who would you vote out of interest? Um, I like the idea of a has-been adventurer. So I'll go oh, with thank you so much. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Terrible like pitch, but a great idea. <laughs> so, right. So that's Luke takes the point. So the, 
The score is one for Luke, one for Chloe, Chloe. two for me. Two for Peter. Okay. Peter. Peter. So, Peter. I have... Oh, ready to Google it. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel. New girl. 500 Days of Summer. Yes, man. I'm sorry, I'm better at games. <laughs> elf. Elf. She's Fuck. The, she's the girl in Elf. Have you seen Elf? I'm so sorry. Fucking hell. <laughs> wow. Hitchhiker's so, Guide. Double O. Double O. Sister of the one who's in Bones. Yeah. <laughs> Top oh. one. There you go. Daughters of a famous cinematographer. Yes. She looks like a corpse. No offence. Yeah. <laughs> I'm deeply yeah, offended. Right. I'm Ryan. fuming, That's mate. Bay. Oh, no, Lily James is. Oh, yeah, Lily James. I would agree with Lily James. Jesus, man. <laughs> Hannah's of the same opinion. We walked out of my mirror and said, we, we could both marry Lily James and it'd be fine. I've got permission to have a frapple. <laughs> a frapple. <laughs> a menage a trois. A menage a trois. So, Zoe Deschanel in an 80s style action oh, film. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, oh, no, it's you, sorry. So, Zoe Deschanel stars as an American woman in the 80s. It was actually set in the 80s as well, during the Cold War, the end of the Cold War. And she is newly married, and one day she is approached in a bar by a man with suspicious-looking sunglasses. He's an American agent, and he recruits her because her new husband has been living in America for 20 years as a spy. And he's about to be withdrawn because he's about to pass on some information that will potentially turn the tide and uh, provoke a nuclear war. And she has to act fast, because she's the only one that can actually track his movements, find out where he's going. And so she is tasked with hunting him down, because he's left the house that day, not to return. And she's tasked with tracing his steps, finding where he's been, eliminating the threat, before the message he has, that she's not allowed to know, gets back to Russia. You're done. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Them's the rules, Peter. Uh, So, you know the bit in Boogie Nights... Where they, when, they, yeah, when they watch back the eighties style action movie that they've been the eighties action porn movie that they've yeah. been making and it's like that really schlocky, crappy eighties action movie. Well we're gonna make one of those kind of movies, but we're gonna play it straight. Like this is the movie we're making. But it's gonna absolutely every shot looks like dog shit, loads of zoom lenses, loads of terrible acting. And if you want terrible acting, who do you go to but not <laughs> Zoe Deschanel? <laughs> <laughs> I guarded one. <laughs> ah, so, no, 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 beautiful, great actor. I love 500 Days of Summer. Love Yes Man, love Elf. She's great. Uh, but, you know, she's Did, kooky. Are, you're also out of time. She's kooky. <laughs> you're done. Right? She does a kooky performance. It's, it's over. It's kooky. <laughs> oh, I've not thought at all. I've been too yeah. distracted just of thinking about Zoe Deschanel. So, I'm going to try and think of something just off the fucking cuff here. So, um,. She is a hairdresser for the army. <laughs> so she does the buzz cuts. <laughs> and, um, in the 80s. Yeah, well, the, everyone, haircuts have not been a new thing. <laughs> style of, I don't know. Army buzz cuts are pretty, pretty, you know, pretty time, timeless. So she. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Do you want a pass? Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> genuinely got no concept. Uh, let's let it count down to 50. Let, let it go to 50. And, and fuck on. Go. Okay. 
Okay, um, so she stars as an intern in the future to Skynet, and she's working with the robot Arnie, and he's going to be set on another mission to go back in time to try and kill... Um, what's his name? <laughs> and, um, uh, well, it doesn't matter. He's, he's going to get out and mix yeah. up. And um, she gets sent to the past Jesus instead, Christ. and she's tasked with trying to kill him, but she has no skills. Um, and at the same time, there's a kid who travelled here in a DeLorean, and <laughs> he's trying to get back home, and she wants to help him. And they have to get help with a mad scientist, and they just... Yeah, they're just a mix-up of two 80s films where they're trying to kill someone whilst also get back to the future. Two separate futures, because he's from 85 and she's from <laughs> way off in the future. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's just chaos in shoes because neither of them are qualified to be doing the job they're doing. And they have to help each other. John Connor. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Ryan on this. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, okay, so... Uh, Zoe uh, Deschanel is a um i don't know a housewife and she's 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 like the baker you know the butter story from earlier um but she's not made of butter this time fortunately um in fact she's just like a really 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 good woman don't know she's she got a letter of some description and this letter's like oh mate you should really come visit your uncle david in jamaica honestly it's amazing so off she goes to jamaica and then suddenly she finds there that she, uh, her uncle David from Jamaica has got like a, like a quest. I don't know. She's got something. Okay. Um, and she now has to go explore this. Is Jamaica an island? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever Jamaica is, she has to go explore it. She's like Dora the Explorer, but Zoe Deschanel the Explorer. Um, and she's... You're over, it's done. Oh my God, that was awful. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can agree Peter won. Um, what was your idea again? It was the. It had substance. That's why you can't remember it. The rest were all. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was because I was so focused on trying to come up with my idea while yeah. you were pitching your idea that I yeah. forgot your idea. Well, Her husband was... is a Russian spy. Oh, she's yeah, been yeah, 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 yeah. I assume yeah, that's a proper yeah. film. And yeah. I know she can actually do proper films because she, she was can. in the one of the best films ever, Assassination of Jesse James. Yeah. And, uh, and she's she also in The Happening. What was there? You go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so quite a, quite yeah. a range of talent. Yeah. Quite a CV there. Yeah. I can only apologise. For for my performance <laughs> <laughs> to her, you apologise. Yeah, to her. To, directly uh, to Zoe. She's yeah, and I, you're not a bad actress. You're just a misunderstood actress. And she does not look like a corpse. <laughs> for my, yeah, I, that, that's I, bad. I, I retract. I retract my earlier statement. Okay. You got lovely eyes. Thank mm. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you. What was your idea? What was she your was idea? a hairdresser. Um, that was it. She's an intern for Arnie. That was good until and Back then, to the Future. And then, <laughs> I attempted like an you, Indiana Jones style, yeah, but like I don't Jamaica know what's going and then on. Jamaica is an island. <laughs> it, I thought it was. Also, you got so close to quote with a song, it was unbelievable. <laughs> from Uncle there, John. You, yeah, <laughs> you, at one point you said Uncle David from Jamaica, and I went, is she not really? <laughs> that's exactly what I had a <laughs> uh, Peter, you get my point. Yeah. Facts. But yeah. I like the co- like the beginning concept of Luke's. Yeah, yeah. They do like a weird sort of comedy mm-hmm. set in the Terminator universe where someone else gets sent back instead of him. I fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. That's better than any of the sequels yeah. that have been since, since the Dragon second Day, one. Yeah. Definitely. I'd get rid of them for that. <laughs> <laughs> Until Back to the Future involved, then it's fucking weird. <laughs> so yours is Peter. Yeah. Luke? Yeah, Peter. 
Yeah, I was supposed to be Peter. Peter wins! Three <gasps> points to Peter. Three points. How'd you feel? Honoured. Yeah. Honoured. I didn't even need David's points this no. time around. Yeah. You stand on your own two thank feet. You, but thank you, David. I'll still vote for you next time. <laughs> um, okay, so... <laughs> That concludes the pitch battle. I'd like to say thank you to Luke. Thank you to Chloe for your valuable inputs. Well done both on a point each. For a first one, not pretty, not, you've done better than Sam sometimes does. Um, <laughs> shade. What? <laughs> uh, do we need to do the regular plug about listen, upvote? Upvote, we're not on Reddit. Oh, <laughs> we should we be should though. Be. Let's get on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, you're good at rattling this off. Am I? Yeah, yeah, you okay. always do it. Rat Party Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you go to ratpartypod.com. Please follow us there. Leave a like, leave a comment in any form you choose. Rate us on iTunes, five stars, prefer five stars, please. Um, that'll be it, I think. Spotify. Spotify. We're on. We are on Spotify, iTunes, and all major podcasting platforms. Tell your friends. Share it. Yeah. Cunts. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Whatever We've Been Doing here at Rap Party HQ. We'd like to thank Sam Sargent for supplying the score. To hear the full tracks and more music of the same ilk, feel free to head to soundcloud.com forward slash Sam Sargent and tell him Rap Party sent you. Preferably not at gunpoint. While on the internet, it'd help us out if you liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and kept an eye out for further episodes. Thanks once again for listening, and that's a wrap.